Welcome to the Audible Insights Podcast, brought to you by the Insights Association, the leading voice in market research, and hosted by David Paul, CEO of Engages, and an expert in research-driven messaging, content, and stories. So, Hi, Lucy. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Tell us about Keena's Mustard for those who aren't familiar. Uh, I founded Keena's Mustard 13 years ago uh, when I left Research International, where I'd been the global marketing director for seven years. And I had struggled to find agencies to work with who really understood insights, uh, who could both actually get into the nitty gritty of data and understand how to use that, but also who could write and be creative around the insight space. Um, so I thought, well, there must be a need for an agency to do that. So I founded it then, and since then we've worked with a whole range of companies, uh, large global networks of agencies, we've worked with end clients, and really everything we do is around communicating insights. So uh, thought leadership, PR for a lot of agencies and suppliers, uh, and internal communications and getting impact from insights with end clients and end client insight teams. So I have some great friends in the UK, so I'm familiar with the term, but for those who aren't, what does Keena's mustard mean? Ah, okay. <laughs> well, this is funny because when I first set the business up, I wasn't expecting to work with anyone who probably was outside the UK. Um, so it's been quite interesting to me that now we have more than 50% of our work is actually in the US. And in some areas of the US, it's an expression that people know. I think in uh, quite often in New England, I've found people who know about the phrase keen as mustard. Um, it basically means very, very keen. So it was uh, first used in about 1640. And uh, it was um, when mustard was incredibly fashionable and had just really been discovered as a condiment and people got described if they were really excellent they got described as being mustard so that you could say oh that chap he's he's very mustard and that meant he was an excellent person and keen as mustard means really 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 super keen right on it really hot so uh, that's why I thought it'd be a great name for a marketing company yeah, no, I, I love it. I imagine it's a good conversation starter too especially for those who aren't familiar with it you must get asked yeah, a lot. And of yeah. course, that's the whole point. Right. Um, and uh, it's very memorable. So yeah. people people always they never forget it. Um, yeah. But the main point about the reason I chose it as a name, other than I think it's memorable and, and fun, uh, is that what we try to do is bring out the flavor in our clients. So we're not trying to replace that. We're trying to, you know, you, you add a bit of mustard and the, and the steak tastes, tastes better. So uh, that's exactly the principle of what we do. We're looking for that you know, secret sauce in our clients that we can really bring to life and communicate more powerfully. Yeah. Well, and we're in Chicago at the Insights Association's next event, and one of the key ingredients in a Chicago dog, Chicago hot dog, is mustard. Among many other weird things a lot of people don't know, there's pickles involved and tomatoes and... Sounds like a dream. <laughs> I haven't it's, had one yet. It's, it's right up your alley. I think yeah. you need to try it. I'm going to have to try it, definitely. So what are some of the verticals that you tend to specialize in? Um, well, we we don't. I mean, we are 100% niche in insight. So we work across a whole range of sectors um, in terms of in that our clients are working across a whole range of sectors. Yeah. However, um, we have quite a few technology-based clients, so companies, organizations that have come into the insights industry who might not have been in it before, who have a lot of data and need to communicate more effectively within the insights industry. Uh, and also a lot of stuff in marketing, so we do a lot of work with um, 
targeting CMOs, brand marketers, uh, and a lot of work with advertising agencies and, and, and those kinds of clients. Yeah. So what are some of the biggest questions and challenges that clients are coming to you with today that you feel is a shift from what you were seeing even as recently as five to seven years ago? How's the market changing? Uh, it's changing in that while people talked about getting impact from insights in the past, I think the squeeze has been so considerable now that um, if you don't really, really drive attention and get people engaged with your data, then you're basically out of the out of the game. So this has been a significantly increased thing that has taken place within our end clients. So um, they are under massive pressure to maximize what they've got and to get the most out of the data they've got. Everyone's sitting on vast quantities of data. You know, we always hear these stories, you know, oh, I've got, I don't want more data, I need to know what to do with it. Now the main problem that we have as in our clients have, our end clients, they cannot communicate effectively internally. So people don't know what insights do, they don't know what the insights are for, they don't know how to use them, and the squeeze has really, really been put on them. So that's what we help them with. We help them raise their profile, we help them get impact from their insights with the broader stakeholders within their organizations. Yeah. And then how about that last mile? Once they, once they figure out how to extract the, the, the meaning from all of those insights, also helping them communicate that internally so that it can be well that's exactly activated. yeah that's yeah that's exactly the point so you know um, they are notoriously bad at simplifying and getting cut through with their messages so they uh, are very engrossed with their data quite often they're not able to step back from it they're not able to tell stories with it so we do a lot of training on storytelling visualization we do a lot of work with clients trying to help their teams enable their teams to actually communicate this stuff better and to talk about it and to share it and to make it viral internally within their organizations. Uh, so that's kind of, that's the power of, of, of what we can do. Yeah, I think that's terrific. I, I had another podcast guest, her name is Melissa Marshall, and um, she gave a TED Global talk in Edinburgh a number of years ago, and her area of specialty is helping scientists and engineers um, frame their findings in a way that it can be understood by more lay people who often control the budgets and have to make the decisions. I'll be sure to share that link with you and you might really be fascinated by her work. She's awesome. Yes, I saw yesterday when you had your session oh, yeah. that uh, that lady, I thought yeah, she yeah. looked very interesting. That's exactly, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. Um, and um, I think that the success of the whole industry hinges on our ability to communicate mm -hmm. more effectively mm -hmm. uh, and you know people are very willing to make knee-jerk choices based on gut feel and it's a lot cheaper mm -hmm. and they're very willing to say oh they can just do a quick Facebook survey and you know they'll make a decision and you know there's very very poor research going on mm -hmm. and unless we can actually get that cut through and get people to realize that there's massive impact and return on investment for what mm -hmm. we're doing then you know it's it is sitting on shelves in dusty corners yeah. um, I mean we use a um, creative briefing tool to try and get the focus for our clients onto what the key story is so I mean I interview 
I interview people at RN clients. Um, I ask them to talk about their 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 study or the re report that they've done or whatever and I interview them and I really really push hard and ladder to try and get to the core nugget of what it is that they really want people to do you know why do they do this and what are people what are people supposed to do with this information and how, how should they behave and you know and and I can nearly always get to something and it's quite hard sometimes but you know I can nearly always get to something which would actually work as a you know I always say it's a conversation in a pub if you can have a conversation in a pub about it, then you're getting you're getting there. Yeah, and if you were in my session yesterday, you also you saw you heard the clip from Ray Pointer, who I'm sure you know, who talked about most important is getting to the do. What is it that you want people, people to, to do? Exactly, to really do. exactly. So we have frameworks to help that. Yes, obviously I know Ray very well because oh, we're both course. on the SMR Council yeah. together. Yeah. So um, you know I've worked with him for quite some time. Oh, yeah. um, but what we do is kind of more than that so it's more than the consultative side it's more you know we're a comms agency yeah. so we make stuff look great yeah. we make people look great we make messages get through so you know we have designers as well as copywriters and yeah. so it's much you know it's a kind of it's a kind of step beyond that yeah. so it's it's going beyond the consultancy which is absolutely key and mm. and insight people need to be better at that yeah. and going right into the you know, let's really let's really make this stuff look good yeah. and make, you know make people look feel good about what they do. So I'm I'm curious about how you just positioned that. So we're of course at a market research conference, an insights conference, and of course that's part of what you do. But then you also said we're more than that. We're a comms agency. Um, I'm I'm also curious, selfishly, because of uh, my company and the way we work and position ourselves. What do you really see? Keen as mustard is. And, and isn't. So what's the difference between what you are as a company and, and things that you happen to do to help get your work done? We don't do any research. We, we don't do any, I mean, we, we're very good at looking at spreadsheets mm -hmm. and understanding data. We don't do any research. We don't write surveys. We don't script anything. We don't send anything out. We often propose a solution which is research-based. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we do not do any market research. Yeah. However, what we do is completely 100% understand research, insights, the industry, yeah. what clients need, and how to communicate that. Right, so you're taking research that clients might be doing or that you encourage them to do, and that's influencing your work. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're working on the PR side, which is a large part of our business. So mm -hmm. we do a lot of work for big agencies like, um, well, System One, who I was, my workshop yesterday mm -hmm. is, is with System One. Mm -hmm. uh, and so on the PR side, we would very much come up with messaging strategies for those kinds of agencies, work out what they should be talking about, help them do research or develop thought leadership pieces, which we often write or our clients right depends on you know what's the right the right person to mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. um, but it's you know it's very much coming at it from a strategic point of view you need a piece of content that says this that does that and then how we communicate that with with journalists and the media so we do a lot of media outreach so we you know we have great contacts at all the all the marketing publications mm -hmm. in the US and in the UK and um, and we reach out to them and pitch our clients you know onto uh, business platforms and all sorts of you know broad mm -hmm. the, the broad reach of PR mm -hmm. but all based and completely grounded in insights mm -hmm. and data yeah 
So what's, what do you think is next since we're at next? What is it that you think your clients or companies like your clients need to be thinking more about, talking more about, preparing for what the next shift is going to be? over the next, you know, short and even out to the midterm? What are you thinking about? I, 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 I kind of wish I knew, because then I'd be richer. Um, but I think it's going to develop the B2B space is going to converge much more with B2C. So I feel like um, you know, one of the key things which we've always tried to do is, you know, human-to-human communication and never forgetting the fact that although we're at work, we're people. Exactly. Uh, And um, so I feel like that all the tools that are used for uh, B2C comms and um, are going to be even stronger and more powerful for uh, B2B in future. And I think that means internal comms as well. So I'm looking to to see how that's going to take off in terms of um, what systems and platforms people are going to be using internally. I think that there's going to be, it's in the PR space with the media, it's, it's an incredibly tough ride right at the moment. You know, most journalists are losing their jobs and um, uh, it's a very interesting convergence between pay to play and, you know, and earned media. And I think that there's going to be a backlash against the pay-to-play media because I think that people are getting really sick of seeing a load of sales messages where actually they want some proper, genuine, interesting content. Yeah. Uh, and well, and so these days there are more and more channels where people can self-publish and really, really yeah. get the reach themselves yeah. that yeah. they don't need to pay for. No, well, exactly. So um, I think there's that's interesting and I think that's been really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's still, it's still really, really about the quality of the content. And, you know, you're never going to get the impact you want if you haven't got some really, really good content. And, and I think research has got a big part to play in that. I would love it if we could have a much better way of demonstrating the ROI on uh, the media stuff that we do. It's very, very hard because it's not... You know, direct. It's it's not, it's not direct. direct clicks. You it's not Clive clicks click through. Yeah. No, exactly. So uh, someone might read about it. They might see it at a conference. They might read about it in you know CMO magazine. They might. You know, it would be really great if there was a better way of us being able to track that. Mm. Act. I mean, because a lot of some of the media is still print. You know, and right. if it's offline, what the how the hell do we demonstrate? Yeah. So then it's just about doing. I mean, in the insights industry, the thing that really frustrates me is the uh, reluctance on the part of many, in particular, research companies to actually do any research on themselves. So um, I would be much happier, and some of my clients do it and some don't, if we would actually be able to do some benchmarking about, you know, around awareness and understanding of brands that we're working with, and then six months or a year down the line, redo it and find out if the needle shift has, has taken place and, and, and getting clients to do that has been virtually impossible. Yeah. They don't want to spend any money on finding out what people think of them. <laughs> so, Ironic, isn't it? Yeah, they, they, physician heal thyself. They yeah. really, honestly, they would never advise a brand to you know launch a new service or redo their website or change their logo if they hadn't if if their clients hadn't done the research they'd be freaking out. Right. But they do it themselves without doing any research yeah. and they seem to think that's fine. Right. 
Go with right. gut feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and if everybody did that, we'd all be out of a job. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. So I think they should put their money where their mouth is and actually say, you know what, we believe in this, so we're going to do some on ourselves and actually understand what people think and what our messages are. I agree with you completely. I think we should continue to preach that for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. What's the best way for people to learn more about Keenest Mustard? Uh, well, I guess our website, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, key, which, I'm going to get this right because we yeah. just relaunched it. Actually, oh. it's mustardmarketing.com. Okay. All one word. And uh, it's long, but uh, once you get there, it's all, it's all, it's all on there. Lots yeah. of case studies and Wonderful. lots of stories around what we've done with clients. So, Great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us and talking with us. I really enjoyed it. Okay. It was a joy. Thanks so much for listening. You can find all our episodes by searching Audible Insights on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And by visiting insightsassociation.org audible. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.